We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. I hope you are well today. I want to bite off a topic today that, and I'm just going to get straight into it because it's pretty chunky and it's it's a bit of a point of contention because there are a lot of things in marketing, especially branding-based things that we do, that we can't necessarily say, I know the exact return on investment of that opportunity or that marketing dollar spend, but I knew that I had to do the branding work to get there. So things like that exist in marketing. But since digital marketing has entered the world, we as marketers have had an incredible ability to track and understand where our marketing budget is going and the things that are giving us a return. So instead of just, you know, slapping a logo on a jersey, I I use this example a lot, sorry. (laughs) I think because in my career I've seen it happen so many times and a lot of the times I'd be like, yeah, okay, whatever, it's a nicety, it's $1,000, who cares? Then other times I would see big spend on it and I would think, why did we do that? Because we literally can't even track the return on that. I will just ask people where they found us. I said, that's all well and good and I agree. But the the return on that jersey spend probably isn't going to be what you could return if you, say, went to, you know, Google and dropped a whole bunch of AdWords. But that's a whole other episode in itself. So how do you implement a way to track your marketing spend and know that you're getting a return and be so sure of the return? So this comes down to a few factors. Firstly, do you know the value of a new customer? Have you sat down and figured out the average spend of a new customer, what the what the value of a new customer actually is to the business? And more than that, have you actually set up the lifetime value of that customer? Because marketing doesn't end with the lead walking through the door. It's very, once again, there's a fine line between marketing and sales, and this is often where you can see the sales team hating marketing, marketing hating the sales team, and you need to break that down because that's a cultural issue. Marketing can bring leads through the doors, through the door, but if you have a sales team that can't convert for whatever reason or your pricing's completely out or the product's out or, you know, you're not delivering what you promise or the customer experience is bad, a whole range of things can be going on there. If you can't convert that lead, That doesn't say that marketing didn't bring you an incredibly successful lead. So in that case, the return on the investment doesn't actually hit home when you get the new sale or you have the lifetime spend of that customer. The return on investment actually comes with the lead coming through the door. But this is where we need to qualify our leads. So if a a lead is walking through your door and they're completely not who you want and, and, you know, the quality of the lead is crap and you know for it, it doesn't even matter because they actually don't want the product or service that you're selling. And then that's when marketing needs to obviously look at the ads or look at whatever it is, rejig that to make sure that, you know, you're getting the people through the door that you want. Now, if the quality is exceptional and the sales team can't convert or for whatever reason, you don't even have a sales team and for whatever reason, it's there's no conversion there. That's when you need to look at the process and obviously the product, the price and all of the things and review that. Only then when you start 
to see these conversions and start to see the new sales, then you can say, okay, there's a lot of aspects to the marketing return investment. There's how many leads are coming through the door, how many qualified leads are coming through the door, what is the value of a new customer, and what is the lifetime value of that customer? Because if a new customer comes through your door and their average spend is $2,000 a week and they only you only spent $20 to get that lead, boom. And then if you manage to hold on to them and retain that customer for five years, I'm not even doing that math because I don't pretend to do math, but that is a customer, that is a $20 well spent. So that's one aspect of return on investment. You then also need to determine how many new, so in order to set your goals, which is the next thing. So before you want to take any marketing, you need to kind of goal set, what do you actually want to achieve from this? What is the company growth that you want to see, you know, and reverse engineer that. So you now know the cost, you now know the value, sorry, of a new customer. You know the lifetime value of a new customer. So how much money do you need to spend in order to get those customers through the door. Do you see what I've done there? So really reverse engineering it to set your budget, set your, set and know your goals, but also know what it's actually going to cost to get people through the door. Maybe you haven't done any marketing yet, so you don't have anything to benchmark it against, so you don't really know what a basic return investment is. That's when you kind of need to make sure that you're, you understand the value, you understand what where your customer is and you understand how to to find that customer and spend money in that place because then you know that you're making a pretty good judgment call on spending money say in Google Ads or Bing Ads or Facebook wherever your customer may be or maybe your customers in none of those places and you just need a really good billboard right so how, how then would you track return investment on, say, a billboard ad? While we're on this episode and we're talking about it, I always think the way is to try and make something about the billboard so unique that they actually mention it when they contact your, you know, your your help, uh, contact your number, whatever that may be, like whether it's your 1300 or like whether they walk through the door or whether they reach your website Give, you know, they, there's always that thing that you can give people a code to use and that helps you know exactly where they've come from. Obviously, if someone's driving and they see a billboard, they're not going to remember a code unless you make it so catchy. Like, never say never. But the thing is also obviously always asking your customers where they've heard from you. That should be just part and parcel of your sales pitch how they heard about you, and you should be obviously tracking that in a CRM because you'll have a CRM implemented, right? So I hope that's been helpful for return on investment. It's a big one. And knowing how to really obviously track that and understand it and see where you're getting value, it's not as simple as I spent $200 and I got $0 because there's also the people that don't necessarily convert straight away to so it's, there's a whole range of metrics you need to be looking at rather than just money spent in order to determine return investment because marketing is a long game. There are ways to obviously have quick wins like your Google ads if, if it's an option. I actually have a lot of customers that would waste a lot of money on Google ads and literally probably not see much return at all because that's not where their people are. 
But if you want to have quick wins and you know that you can reach people through these channels where like Facebook, Google, where you can throw a lot of money and see conversions and also be incredibly niche with who you're targeting, then obviously that's a quick way to have quick wins. But when it comes to brand-based marketing, unfortunately it is a long game and you do have to be committed and realize that it's not as simple as turning on a switch and getting instant results. It is a long game, as I said. So I hope that's been helpful. A little bit longer episode today because I'm pretty passionate about this topic because a lot of people do think that marketing, you know, it's an instant switch and they're going to have instant results. And unfortunately, it's just not the case. It is a beautiful game of consistency and it's something that you should always just be proud to have your brand out there doing awesome things and, yeah. I hope uh, that you connect with me. You know where you can find me. It's at Beck, um, at Beck underscore Chapel on Instagram, Rebecca Chapel on LinkedIn, formal, we know. And it is Plum Marketing Solutions Australia on LinkedIn and Plum Marketing Solutions everywhere else, Insta, Facebook, wherever you want to find me, you can find me there. Reach out, let's have a chat and leave me a review for this pod if you're loving it. <laughs>